You are now listening to Raise the W, recorded at the School of Communication inside the Hickey Audio Lab on the beautiful campus of Western Michigan University. Come aboard and hear the people, stories, and impact of Western Michigan University. Here's your host, Tim Tarantine. Welcome everyone to Raise the W, a Bronco broadcast. We're so glad to have in studio today Jody Berlinski. And uh, before we get into Jody, I just want to say, as the host in our second episode of this podcast, that we invite all alumnus and donors and friends of this university, make sure you go to mywmu.com slash farewell, done farewell, and you'll learn more about President Dunn's farewell events uh, as we celebrate the 10 years of his leadership and invite you to come to events all around this United States to raise the W and engage with your friends at Western Michigan University. Jody, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad to have you. I'm glad to be here. Now, folks may or may not know you, depending on where and when they came into the Broncos story, but you've had an interesting Bronco narrative. I have. and they Tell would, us about where it started. They would recognize me as the silver-headed Bronco uh, <laughs> coming into play. I love it. I came in 1991 looking for a transition in my career to be at a research university. Sure. I came out of a small, couple smaller universities. And Western was the perfect fit for someone who was looking to teach and do research and be engaged at a, a higher level. So I uh, went into the Department of Health and Physical Education as a coach educator. So my background's in coaching. Yeah. And uh, did that for 20-some years and was wow. looking for the next level after uh, going through the ranks, assistant professor up to professor. And had an opportunity to work in the Office of Institutional Research with my mm. predecessor, Eileen Evans. Yeah. And so I worked in my professional career on coaching accreditation and standards and planning. And so it looked like a good opportunity to reach for that next level and, and assist the university in, in implementing their first strategic plan. And when was uh, that? The, uh, the first strategic plan was launched in 2012. Okay. And so I actually helped write the HLC or the Higher Learning Commission report in 2010, knew that we were probably going to need to do some work on that. And so then I took my current position as the Associate Provost for Institutional Effectiveness in 2012. Awesome. We, I, I want to dig into the gold standard and the plan that the university's in today. So many people kind of want to know, well, where is Western going? What is the plan for the university? But before we do that, I'm interested to know, what is it about coaching and planning that that sets your soul on fire? Why is that something you love to do? Why does that match who you are? Yeah, I, I tell people I can change the world with a good 30-second timeout. So to me, <laughs> planning and strategic planning is you, you have that game plan. You know what you want to do. You look at the talent, your assets, your deficits, and you create a plan to improve every day. Yeah. And uh that's what I get excited about. That was the really interesting part of teaching for me and certainly coaching when I'm back 20, 30, 40 years ago to do yeah. that. But it was all about uh, self-improvement. So it seemed to be a natural to lend that to my professional discipline and say, okay, we can hold coaches to a higher standard yeah, and, uh, and we can get things done. And so um, that was really 
uh, important to me. I think when we engaged in our first strategic plan, centralized strategic plan in 2012, they needed a coach. We had lots yeah. of planning already happening. Sure. They just needed someone to help put everybody on the floor going in the same direction. And uh, so that's been a, an exciting uh, round for me. What have you learned as you have you've engaged so many different groups around campus, so many diverse people and uh, desires and even priorities, right? As mm -hmm. you're doing planning, everybody mm -hmm. says my thing is number one, right? Right. What, what have you learned about the Bronco family in that process? What have you learned about Western? Well, we are a large, complex university with a lot yeah. of uh, really talented and creative people, very passionate people. And what I've learned is that we can rally around our three pillars, our three visionary pillars that came out of that first plan. Yeah. Uh, everybody agrees, no matter what they do on campus, no matter what their position on campus, that we're learner-centered, discovery-driven, globally engaged. Say it again. Discovery, uh, Learner-centered, discovery-driven, and globally engaged. And, and yeah. people say, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. We do it in a different way depending on where we're at. And, uh, and now let's set some goals. What does that mean for graduate students? What does that mean for international students? What's that mean for the faculty or staff development that we have or our community relations or our alumni? Yeah. And uh, I think when we approach it from that, what can we all identify with, then what we're going to do to make that happen uh, becomes a whole lot easier. And sure. So we've aptly named this plan the gold standard. If, I'm, if I haven't been on campus for 15 or 20 years and I'm an alumnus listening to this podcast, what in the world does that mean to me? All I know is go Mighty Broncos. There you go. Right? Actually, it might sound familiar to some of our alums because the gold standard was around hmm. uh, before as part of our branding and part of our theme. Oh, wow. Um, we actually found some old carpets that had the gold standard on it when, when <laughs> right. we came out. And I think it reflects, again, the historic nature that we are an excellent university, we strive for excellence. You know, I did some work on what does gold mean from a yeah. brand, and it maintains its value, it's pliable, uh, it can be used in a lot of different ways. Your cell phone has a couple ounces of gold in it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so, and it's universal. And mm. that again speaks well to why we called it the gold standard. So we want high value, we want it to be enduring so that our alumni know that it's Western is always going to have that high degree of excellence. Yeah. And that we can uh, change or evolve for new uses yeah. of these standards. So it's not old gold. It's new yeah. gold moving forward. So let's dive in, if we will, to the to the plan itself. Right. And um, if we could cast kind of a, a high level vision of where is Western going? If I asked you that question, how would you articulate the direction of the university through the work of this plan? And and so this plan, the the Gold Center 2020, first of all, is a longer plan, so it's it's more visionary, and it's also holding in place uh, the transition we're about to experience with our new administration. Sure. So it's a very broad, go forward, capitalizing on our strengths. And our strengths are all about learner success, academic excellence, our discovery, our inclusiveness, yeah. and our strategic planning or our sustainability. So we're going to capitalize on our strengths for the next five years to see if we take some different courses and uh, really highlight, I think, again, what we do well. Yeah. Higher education and kind of where we are in the 
pathway or, or, or life history of higher ed, the, it offers some challenges and roadblocks to accomplishing the goals laid out in the plan. What are some of those roadblocks that we as a university family will have to address if we're going to live the reality of the plan? I think it is the, the revisioning of what we do in the context of the world today. I yeah. mean, really poignant is the uh, recent immigration issues. When we're globally engaged, yeah. anything that would suggest we're going to be less globally engaged means we have to become uh, very creative and uh, really take stock of how we can achieve that given the new world environment. Yeah. Um, the other real new thing in the plan is our giving voice to our collaboration. Yeah. And higher education in all aspects needs to be more collaborative, more real world. We need to be responsive to both our local and global and uh, partners going yeah. forward. So I think having that um, appreciation that going forward, the roadblocks will be being visionary enough to see where we want to go, yeah. but also predictive enough to know how do we turn with the times? How do we now yeah. take on these, these new challenges? Certainly globalization, that's always been a part of Western's history and importance. A we've, proud part. A proud part. And we've yeah. always been a welcoming, inclusive uh, community. We have so many firsts for African-Americans and international students and women. That's right. That, um, you know, that's going to continue. And so being attentive to that. I think the real challenge, too, for all higher education is we're just not real nimble. No. You know, anything big, it's going to take a little force to turn. Right. And uh, so we, I think we have to look at some of our historic policies and practices how can we make the change we all agree we want to make in a quicker, more efficient fashion? Well, and, and for our listeners, it doesn't matter what business we're in, if we're in higher education or if we sell widgets for a living, mm -hmm. any successful organization has to morph, Yeah. right? We have right. to flex our style right. to meet changing demands. And, and I think you're right. The other thing that I think is cool about this process, what I've observed in my short time, is that there are people on this campus who want to flex, mm -hmm. right, and that we do have the willpower. The question is, will we turn the willpower into, into action? Uh, opportunity. So we talked about kind of the roadblocks, but, but if we do this plan right, right and if we come together and execute, what are the opportunities for Western's future yeah. if we execute? Right, and I think one of the opportunities is that we, we did the planning I think in the right way. We asked our stakeholders, both internal and external to the university, what are our challenges? What are those opportunities we should be grabbing onto? So we invested in that dialogue to create the strategies and the objectives going forward. So we've been predictive. We're now moving on that. Some of the key things, again, is we want to maintain a very high, uh, rigorous status as a research university, yeah. but we want it to be research that matters. We want to have high-impact research. Right. And so that naturally speaks well to our collaborations with the med school, uh, our affiliations with Cooley Law School, et cetera, right. et cetera. So how can we build on those collaborations and be responsive to the needs of our local communities? And my guess is if we do that work well, Western will strengthen over time? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's a matter of building, rebuilding some of the current voices or letting the voices get out there about what's new with Western. We've been around for so long and good for so long that people yeah. kind of take us for granted. Sure. And I think we've lost sight sometimes. We don't uh, speak enough about how uh, we're really reaching, being aspirational. Uh, we have world-class programs, world-class faculty, world-class alumni. Yeah. And that's 
what we need to uh, make sure we're communicating to the world and uh, taking new opportunities. So if, if one of our listeners wants to understand more about where Western is going, the work that you're doing to bring people together around this plan, and even the highlights of the plan itself, where can they go to get that information? Yes, and so they go to the, the Western Michigan uh, www.wmich.edu, yep. and if you go backslash strategic, you will have all the information you need to know about strategic planning. Uh, we, I also want our alumni to know that we're serious about, and, and the president has been very good about this, that we want it to be a living document. We'll hold ourselves accountable. We have metrics. We're going to encourage uh, people to look at that and then adapt as we go forward over the course of the next five years. So on the other side of your microphone, Jody, is the Bronco family. You have spent much and invested much of your life and time to this university and this work now. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your message to the Bronco family? What would you have to say to the folks in Bronco land? I, I would say be very proud of the gold standard. Uh, don't let anybody tell you uh, we're not the, the university that it was. Uh, we have become improved every year. We're holding ourselves to a very high level of efficiency. Yeah. And uh, uh, we are the gold standard. We are. And I'm glad you're a part of making us uh, that way. Well, thank you. Thanks for being on the podcast today. Jody Berlinski, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can find out more, as Jody said, at wmich.edu slash strategic. And there you can find that information and Jody and her team's work. We hope you see us on the next podcast. Go to raise the W on uh, mywmu.com and you can get more information about upcoming episodes. Thanks for being on. And as always, raise the W.